Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues podcast. Bringing exciting interviews and memorable episodes for your listening and viewing pleasure. Broadcasting from our beautiful studios in Los Angeles, we're definitely here for the shits and shenanigans. Now buckle up ladies and gentlemen, here's our motherfucking host, Max. Yo, what up? How you been? How you feeling? How you living? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues. I'm your host, Max. Today's episode, Neighbors, the Love and the Hate. Yeah, we're going to talk about those neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yep, you've guessed it. It's time to talk about them goddamn neighbors. We're here to howl about how neighbors can make you love or hate they ass, and some of the signs to look for if you're the hated neighbor. Whenever in a position to move, have you ever considered if you'll get along with your neighbors? Would you pay more to be able to choose your neighbors? Indeed, the people who live next door or on the block have a bigger impact on your experience as a homeowner than you might think. Annoying neighbors, difficult block citizens, and sketchy residents nearby can suck the fun out of a particular living location. That's a big reason why studies show that people would actually pay a premium if they could choose who they live by. Of course, you can't pick your neighbors, but you don't want to hate your neighbors either. To avoid this, rule out places that are for sale that may be near problematic people and help nurture a healthy relationship with folks on the block after you move in. Research found that a recent poll of a thousand homeowners and renters said that single family homeowners would pay at least an extra $157 a month to pick who lives next door. People that live in apartment condos or townhomes would pay $179 a month for this privilege. Millennials will pay the most, $203, for this privilege. Don't hate your neighbors. Get to know them motherfuckers. I'm sure you want to avoid getting off on the wrong foot with your neighbors. Eager to sidestep making enemies with the folks next door? Try these tips. Try to meet your closest neighbors before you move in. Or invite neighbors over. Take a minute out your day to fucking smile. Smiling is free. You don't have to hurt yourself or anything. Just saying. Build some type of connection. You know, find common ground between you and your neighbors. Kids, pets, favorite pastimes. Offer opportunities to start a conversation. Go outside. Explore your fucking neighborhood. It was a couple that moved in my neighborhood not too long ago. Maybe I'd say a week ago or so. And... They went door to door, actually introducing themselves to everyone, letting us know, hey, we're we're new neighbors, we just moved in, we're so-and-so. I mean, it was beautiful. It it brought a tear to my eye. Like, man, thank you. That's so cool. It shouldn't take a tragedy to get to know your neighbors. You know what I mean? Fuck shit. If you are wondering if you may possibly be the hated neighbor... Let's see if you follow these criterias I'm going to go through. So if you slamming doors and having loud arguments all the time, 
Mm-hmm. Blocking people driveways, parking in other people's parking spaces. If you got trash all outside your house, loud TVs and music all the fucking time. Outside of your house look like shit. You got noisy pets outside, just this noisy kids loud. You're not cleaning up after your fucking pets. Are you doing any of these things or all of these things? Guess what? It's you. You're the hated neighbor. Do something about that. Knock that shit off. It's not necessary. We all got to live together in this world. Unfortunately, like I said, we can't pick our neighbors. So, do better. Let's talk about the different types of neighbors that we sometimes run across. One is the dangerous neighbor. Yeah, who they are. Sad but true, some neighbors are not worth getting to know well. But it's still good to know something about their dislikes and boundaries so you don't cross that shit. For example, in 2006, headlines were made when Charles Martin, an elderly man living in a suburb of Cincinnati, Ohio, shot a 15-year-old boy to death because he had apparently made the error of walking across his meticulously manicured lawn. Wow. How to handle dangerous neighbors? Well, Martin is in jail. Thank goodness. Um, he probably just want to snap no matter what your, what his neighbors did or didn't do. But he was well known for the care that he lavished on his lawn. And in theory, if that 15-year-old had been more well of the crazy man's devotion to his grass, it might have kept him from going anywhere near that motherfucker. Just saying. You can't consume yourself with worry looking for red flags with your neighbors. However, if you're aware of them, it may help you from igniting their fury. And if you have young kids, you should really look at FamilyWatchdog.us, the website for the National Sex Offender Registry. If there's anyone in your neighborhood you need to be aware of and they're on this list, they'll pop up on the map. You dig? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have the wacky neighbor. Who these people are, they're the people who barge into your house, convince you to invest in some ferret farm, and suddenly you've been fired because y'all fighting over a piece of pie or some fuck shit. Weird. How to handle them? Call the goddamn police, because if a motherfucker come in your house unannounced, yeah, that's, what you call that? B&E, motherfucker. Anywho, that's TV shit. <laughs> Next, the difficult neighbor. Who they are. Well, shit, the question really is, who aren't they? They're the aforementioned neighbors, as well as anyone who makes your life more complicated than it needs to be. How do you handle those people? The thing is, keep a good rapport. You know, I I really feel like the small amount of physical contact goes a long way with neighbors. I notice who keeps to themselves, and it comes off as being unfriendly. These days, there aren't many chances of making impressions with your neighbors, so a simple wave or hello can represent you real well. Like I said previously, smile is fucking free, okay? I can't stand a motherfucker walking their dog or they walking and shit, and you walking too, and you do the head movement, say good morning or whatever, and they just scurry past like y'all on the fucking yard in the penitentiary or some shit, and you got your shiv out. Bitch, what the fuck wrong with you? Anyway... Anywho, as you can see, I got problems with some of my fucking neighbors. Hell. Anywho, let's just keep it rolling. These days, you know, it's just, it's harder to be friendly 
with things that's happening and everything. But just remember, you live next to these people or amongst these people. I want to be on good terms with a person I'm adjacent to, given I'm away and my house is on fire. They may be able to save my home. You feel me? Simple courtesy. Neighbor shit. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay, so moving right along. There are a number of signs to look out for when you're trying to seeking to establish whether your neighbors hate you. And while some of them are obvious, others often are open to interpretations, depending on what kind of neighbors you have. So we're going to talk about uh, how can you tell if your neighbors, you know, are kind of shunning you or don't like you. For one, they won't invite you to any barbecues or parties or anything. Neighbors are normally friendly people. And when they're socializing and doing shit, old school tactics, you know, you invite your neighbors and shit to the things that you're doing. Or they always have to make a phone call when they see you. They running off and scurrying off or some shit, avoiding you. Okay. Their children look at you kind of weird or just don't have no respect for you at all. That's a key uh, red flag that lets you know that somebody been talking shit about your ass. And it ain't good. It ain't, it ain't good. Or they may complain about you to other neighbors. Yeah, man. So if you got a neighbor that you don't too much, you know, deal with, but you got this other neighbor that you're cool with or whatever, then all of a sudden the cool neighbor they ain't cool with you no more. Somebody bumping their gums. And you ain't did nothing? Tragic, tragic tale. Tragic tale. A motherfucker's complaining, and now guilt by association, you're the bad guy. Fucked up. It's fucked up. Or they're always snooping on you behind curtains, just peeping all in your shit from behind the scenes and whatnot, instead of just being up front and saying, hey, why do you do this? Why do you do that? I don't like you. Whatever. You know, people hide for some strange reason. Or if they don't let their kids play with your kids or even visit, that's that's a telltale sign that there may be some beef between y'all. Mm-hmm. They always in a hurry, like I said, or shunning you away. Key sign. Just a key sign. So let's move on to a few things that good neighbors do. We all like good neighbors, right? Your good neighbors, they care about the noise level. It's wonderful. On school nights, the they tone down the noise level. And on the weekends, it's still respectable. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. A beautiful, beautiful thing. They pick up their newspapers and trash and shit. They reach out about potential problems between you two. For example, if you have an animal or a pet that keeps getting out and getting into their yard and fucking up their shit, instead of calling animal control, they're going to reach out to you like, hey, this is the problem they keep getting through here. Let's work this out. Easy peasy. Good neighbors. Also a great neighbor, especially apartment neighbors. A good neighbor, they think before they cook. If you're in a confined space and shit, you got to be aware that certain fish smells, travels, and doesn't leave. Certain foods don't leave. They stick to the fucking walls. It's just, ew. It may smell good to you. But you got the lady down the hall throwing the fuck up. Now she can't eat her own goddamn dinner. Yeah, a good neighbor would think about that shit. Also, my favorite, one of my favorites anyway, 
they're pleasant. They smile. They smile back when you smile. They speak and wave. It's great. You know, it's really great. They deal with noise and extra shit nicely. Instead of immediately calling the police, they go to your door and say, Hey, I'm not sure if you're aware, but you're checking my windows. I'd appreciate if I can hear my TV. You know, and a good neighbor is going to be like, Oh, my bad. Let me turn my shit down. Boom. Problem solved. You know, people, I don't have to go through a whole monotonous list of what things you should do or can do to be a good neighbor. You know, pick up your trash, pick up your dog shit, keep your animals on the leash intact, whatever. You know you got a big-ass pit bull, though it's trained for your liking, and that's great. But it doesn't make me feel good when I'm walking my nine-pound Yorkie on his leash and harness, and you have your Goliath baby across the street without any goddamn collar or leash or anything, because he's quote-unquote trained. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's not cool. They cheat. Get a goddamn harness, get a leash. It's not that serious. We know your baby's trained. That's great. Here's a cookie. Put a leash on that big motherfucker, please. Be great. Anywho, as always, it has been a pleasure bringing you this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, I'm your host, Max. Stay safe. Stay out the way. Stay out them streets. Love, peace, and motherfucking hair grease. Wolf pussy. Ow. Thank you for joining us in the Wolf Den this week. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and visit our website at wolfpussymonologues.com for your weekly wolf pussy therapy. Howl at you soon.